This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I'm still bored by wrestling, despite the fact I've gone to two wrestling shows now. Yeah, you live. <laughs> live. You should love wrestling as a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love live, live wrestling. Ooh, fun. What a twist. <laughs> You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving from me. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. The best way to support our show is to use the referral link on our website, boardwalkaudio.com backslash you should love wrestling anytime you shop on Amazon. I'm not sure if there's a wrestler from the Amazon, but there probably is. Yeah, maybe somewhere. Yeah. Some yeah. federation. Good. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> Today's episode is about Steven's second ever live wrestling show, NXT Live, at the Palladium in Hollywood, California, mm-hmm. on Sunday, October 30th. NXT is the developmental territory of World Wrestling Entertainment, and was, this was their first time ever doing a live show in Los Angeles. So before we get to Steven's thoughts, ah. let's talk about what we thought about NXT Live. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. It was an incredible show. Like, yeah, it really felt, I mean, you know, you surely if you listen to this podcast, you read all the dirt sheets. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we're not really spoiling anything, but they like put out all the stops. It's something that NXT, I feel like they always do whenever they go to a big city that they haven't been to before. Mm-hmm. Like we had two uh, uh, Dusty Classic semifinal matches. Um, we uh, like Kota Ibushi showed up. Oh, that was amazing. Fantastic. Um, like something we'll talk about like later in the show is like. I mean, really just like these are developmental quote unquote wrestlers, but like so many of them are so good and like really deserve to be on the main roster. But I mean, as NXT has kind of become over time and as you really look down the card, it's really it's all indie superstars. I mean, really a lot of what we got. I mean, it was a lot. There's still a lot of, you know, newer developmental talent, as you would call them. But yeah, when you're starting to look down this 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 lineup of the show, it's like actually oh, yeah, it's, it's the, pretty even. Yeah, it's the best wrestlers in the world, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and like uh, you know, if you've never seen a show in the Palladium, it's not a big venue. There were, there were maybe like, maybe like a thousand, two thousand people. Yeah, somewhere around there, I think they said. Yeah, um, we were in like the what the eighth row. Yeah, we were in the eighth row ringside. Great Um, seats. Yeah, great seats. Um, And like, it just this is this is how I I describe NXT to friends that are kind of, I guess, like not super well read wrestling fans. Is like NXT. There's sort of like the WWE's like cool indie label yep and that's definitely what this show felt like it was like it wasn't in the staples center it was in a small room small enough that like if you shouted something from like you know the balcony it would definitely be heard by somebody across the room from you um you know the crowd was hot like yeah there was like you know i without going into too many specifics right off the bat it was just a really good show and if you and if nxt is ever in your town you should definitely go to it i totally agree with that and it was just um yeah, it was it was just a, it was a great production. Like we said, there really wasn't a bad seat in the house. The whole the cool thing about the Palladium is it almost kind of has this oddly has this sort of like ECW yeah. vibe in a way. It's like it's, it's like a round room. It's a very very small venue. The fans all felt very engaged from the people on the floor to the people in the stands, the people in the back to the people up in the balcony. It, it felt very very small and engaged and intimate. Uh, and it was a great production. 
uh, the show kicked off with a message from Triple H. They play, you know, the WWE then now forever thing, just like you're watching the damn show. They play the opening video, yeah. the theme. Well, yeah, it sort of had like all of the polish of a WWE main roster show. Absolutely. But like in a punk venue and with wrestlers that are more fun to watch. Yeah, right, totally. let's talk about what sucked about this thing. I, I give up. I give up the first few minutes of the show to you guys. You can nerd out all you want. Who ugh, got this show? Really? Really? We're yeah, doing first, this? God. Ugh, gross. I mean, first, I saw you smiling a couple of times. I totally saw him yeah, smiling. I was eating popcorn. I had a great time. Yeah, and then you dropped it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I dropped it. Uh, you did. Tell us about when you dropped your popcorn. What happened? You uh, bumped into yourself? <laughs> I, okay, yeah. You you remember? <laughs> I did. I actually legit felt bad because I set down my jacket and yeah. I thought I knocked it down. Well, you did, and I just didn't want you to feel bad. So I said you I did it. Just said you waited until this recording to tell me that I knocked over your well, popcorn because you were, so I you were trying to make bad? me feel bad about it, like I was a big idiot. What? And I was like, oh, well, no, that's, no, no. Hold that's on. That's not true. This what entire podcast is now going to be about this popcorn. Okay, yeah. I legit felt bad and yeah. asked if I knocked it over because I was totally going to go buy you more popcorn. No, yeah, I don't care. I because I, I didn't want you to feel bad or to that 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 happened. Your jacket caught the corner of it. I had a loose grip on it anyway. It went down. I was like, fuck. Okay. Uh, and then it went down. And then you're like, did I do that? And I was like, mm, no. Like it's fine. Right. Whatever. I got it. So it was both. Well, of I don't your feel faults. bad now that you waited this long. Yeah, yeah so I would have bought you more. I right. don't want you to feel bad. That's All not right. my game. Well, I don't. I, I'm incapable. All right. So let's talk about whatever. Let's the talk fuck about happened. popcorn more. So <laughs> this thing. Let's talk about our lack of feelings and popcorn. Well, uh, let's. This, okay. So walking into the venue, you're seeing people that are like chanting stuff, all wearing wrestling shirts. It's like this is bigger than Lucha Vavoom, just in terms of like audience size, and I would say like enthusiasm in a lot of ways. Oh, much more intense in terms of fandom. So is just it really, like, is it bigger than Lucha Vavoom? You think? Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent bigger. You, what do you mean, the venue, the, the crowd? The crowd. It yeah. felt like a, it didn't feel like that huge of a crowd there, and actually, it felt like we were underestimating the size of the Lucha Vavoom because of the balcony. But I guess the balcony is a little smaller at Lucha. Yeah. I don't know. I would say that, matter. like, and it's tough because like NXT's kind of th NXT's theater in the round, Lucha Vavoom. It's mm -hmm. like you know, it's stage. Sure. Um, so <laughs> whatever like, that means. I, I mean, uh, yeah, there were seats all around Lucha Vavoom too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like you know what I'm talking about. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so we were walking in. We see people doing the stuff. We saw we saw some kids coming in with title belts. That felt more normal. Uh, attendance <laughs> approximately 2,400. That's oh, nice. pretty good. 2,400. Yeah, I would say Lucha Vavoom. I mean, yeah, Lucha Vavoom, realistically, 1,000. Yeah, you know? that's probably oh, right. maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Balcony um, was huge. We, we we forgot about the balcony. Balcony yeah. was big. Um, and, well, because also they just had people crowded at the bar and shit all around Lucha sure. Vavoom. There's tons of just standing. And there was seats like, in the yeah. side. And yeah. The yeah. It was there. Anyway, doesn't matter. We're done talking matter. about popcorn and seats. Yeah. Uh, so we saw this thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we went through the infinitely long line. We got checked for uh, weapons on the way in. So they run a real safe show. Yeah, that's yeah. always good. Yeah. yeah. So they took away Lucha Vavoom. Completely okay to sneak weapons in. Yeah. They took good. away all yeah. of Steven's Tommy guns. Or yeah. is he in, insists on calling them mm -hmm. Stevie guns? Stevie guns. <laughs> I don't know why you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's no my Stevie gun. <laughs> well, no, listen, my, <laughs> when the guy, gun. yeah, Tommy has his guns, but I have my guns. Sure, you know, Stevie like guns. it's whatever. I don't yeah, like I get it. it. All right. I, I I just I stick to my brand. You know, my personal brand. Fuck Tommy. Um, yeah, we got in, we sat down, hung out. Uh, you know, who's the first person to come out? Was it Noah Jose? Right. First match, Roderick Strong versus Noah Jose. Noah Jose came out and did. Uh, and he's the first person we're introduced, so mm -hmm. he he's got his dance bit. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, no way. Jose, yeah. no way. Like forty minutes of that, yeah. I was like, oh, "Good Christ!" Like, I can't. I who cares? Mm -hmm. uh, really? You weren't even like excited. Like, oh, this is at least fun. 
You like the goofy fun stuff. You it like wasn't goofy fun. or fun. It was just go, go, no way. Jose, no way. Uh, I was like, okay. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Move on. So like, your version is okay, Jose. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jose. we get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it kept on going on for forever. I, I, I was thinking like, man, those entrances are too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I watch uh, wrestling shows, you know, clips and stuff. Yep. But this, this one, when you have to see it in person, it's, a, it's another level of painful and boring. I'm just like, get her, get the fuck on wow. the stage. Really, the fact that like there were 2,500 people around you all screaming didn't, no. like that didn't make it at Shit, least more man. entertaining. Listen, I mean, uh, yeah, like I get what's exciting about it. It felt like a soccer chant almost. Yeah, and, yeah, that's the, yeah. And it just went on for forever. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm just like, I don't know. I'll just do the show. <laughs> and then in classic, because it's, you know, NXT in classic, you know, indie fan fashion. Yeah. So Jose, the fun character, sort of WWE bred character comes out and then indie darling Roderick Strong comes out yep, immediately the, to an even bigger pop. Yeah. The genius of the backbreaker, like uh-huh. the audience is chanting PWG the entire time. Yeah. Former Ring of Honor champion, former PWG champion. You're yeah, yeah. looking him up to remember which white guy he is. I don't remember sure. most of this. I don't remember this. Okay, cool. Keep going. Yep, yep. He's that guy. <laughs> yeah, um, they put on a really good match. The audience is really hot for it. It was the first match of the night. I'm not super familiar with Roderick Strong. I've seen like clips of his. I know that he's like the master of the backbreaker. What I've seen of his like NXT run, I think has been pretty cool. Yeah, um, I mean, we haven't seen much, to be honest, but he looked great in person. Yeah, but I they feel had like, a good match. I feel like it's easy to tell. Like You can tell if a wrestler is good or bad usually within the first like you know, 15, 20 seconds of the way they move in the ring oftentimes. Oh, yeah. I kind of sort of remember this. Remember this match vaguely? (laughs) I just found a shaky YouTube video. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't remember it enough to have a lot of uh, opinions or whatever about it. I was just, you Mm -hmm. know, we saw it. I know we saw it for sure. Yeah. You were present. I was there for that one. So the yeah. uh, the dueling chance. Were you a fan of the dueling chance? Who's that? No, oh. no, no way, <laughs> Jose. You know, the let's go, Roddy. Also, no way, Jose. Saying, let's uh, go, Roddy. Yeah. No way, Jose. I, I've heard that before. Uh, I I don't know that something about that is annoying to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah, great. Everybody's excited they got their guy. I, I could uh, none of them, neither of them were exciting to me or like my guy. So you know, it's it was harder for me to get uh, sure. into that one. But you know, hey. You know, another cool thing about this show, too, is because it was here in L.A., it Mm. was such a homecoming of, like, PWG fans and wrestlers. Oh, yeah. So there was so much, like quote-unquote hometown, more or less. Like, you know, local support. Uh, Tons of PWG chants. Uh, people were just very excited to see, you know, which we'll get into. I mean, like Roddy was there and people were excited to see DIY and many others. So it was really cool. Oh, yeah, like DIY, that felt like a very just like, welcome home, sons. Yeah, (laughs) and like just a slightly larger venue, but like yet still, we had, there was like a, it's like we were looking across the 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 ring looking the other side of like the crowd and looking behind us and there were like people that we know from PWG friends of ours guests of this show right and it was really like this amplified version of PWG which kind of felt really really homey and cool yeah I think that like a problem that I have oftentimes with like large main roster WWE shows is it's just like you know it's sixteen thousand people it's an event. in it's like an event and it just there's nothing about it it feels manufactured and not at all homey right and i think that that's something that people loved about ecw like you know liked about tna until the impact zone yeah and probably like about a lot of ring of honor stuff yeah like pwg and stuff like that and it's like it's just this this feeling of like everybody in the building is a wrestling fan yeah like nobody was like nobody's there like 
you to know, be sh- to be shitty about it. Yeah, like there's, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, except for Steven. Except yeah, for except for Steven. Yeah, yeah. You're the one. Um, I mean, I don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, the whole show felt very like I hate to use the term lived in because that's like not the right term for it, but like it felt like if uh NX if the main roster WWE is like. Uh, you know, like uh, a Bugatti or something like that, like in terms of cars. Mm. NXT is just like, yeah. it's just like a nice Dodge Viper. Sure. You've owned I don't for, get it, but I'll you've go owned with it. for a while. It looks like, like a car. Dodge you, Viper? It's like a car that you've owned for a while and you're comfortable with and familiar with. Mm. And Do like, you know what a Dodge Viper is? He yeah. It's like less expensive than a Bugatti. I I mean, they're not cheap cars. Yeah, but no, it's less not. expensive than a Bugatti. I don't know. I Okay. Yeah. Bugatti's like $5 million. The Dodge sure, Viper's like... Bugatti's $5 million? Yeah. That can't be true. That's true. It's the most expensive car in the world. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, but like NX, uh, WWE main roster feels very slick. NXT uh-huh. feels very like... Also incredibly slick. It feels slick, but there's an aspect of like warmth to it. Sure. The way that things are going at TNA are going right now, it's like one of those little plastic little Tykes cars. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. all it's also on fire. Little Tykes car that's on fire, and also <laughs> the owners outside saying, "I can't believe I still own five million dollars for yeah. this thing." Yep. Oh God, Billy Corgan <laughs> like almost owned it, and he's just like, "Oh, thank God." Yeah, yeah, Stephen, are you aware of the the story of TNA going on right now? Impact, where like Billy Corgan oh, yeah, from yeah, the Smashing no. Pumpkins Nick, was trying to buy the company. Of course, I'm familiar with this story. Billy Corgan himself. All I want to do is keep up with this We're and tell go you about like, this after uh, the show. "What's going on?" We got with a, Billy yeah. Corgan and. Uh, okay. What is it called? I already forgot. Yeah, forgot. <laughs> <laughs> TNA. Yeah, so yeah. moving on. To the, okay, to the so Roderick Strong versus No Way Jose. I thought, like, you know, Nick, uh, Stephen, you can walk away for a second. I thought this was a good match. Oh, I loved it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was a great way to kick off the yeah, show. Yeah, it was a good opener. You know, like, both the guys were great. The audience was hot for him. And, like, No Way Jose, <laughs> for, like, what I view as a mainly WWE manufactured guy, he, yeah. like, he kept up with Roderick Strong. Yeah. He, oh, he's a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. Entertaining. Yeah. He's, like, you know, like, I feel like he's somebody that, you know, He's bigger, and there's a way. There's a version of him where he's more of a, a traditional WWE guy. But I yep. feel like he's just good enough that I don't like. You don't look down on him for that as compared to Indy Darling. Well, and once again, it's a lot. It's one of those gimmicks that really works in NXT. Yeah, and I'm scared for when slash if they bring him up, kind of like. Uh Dip, 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 bit, bip, uh, Tyler Breeze. Uh, it's like it's a gimmick that really, really works in a small venue. Will it translate or will they fuck it up? But I feel like Noah is, is just he's a tall guy. So he's like I could see them pushing him farther just because he's a bigger dude. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, second match of the night. Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic semifinal match. TM61 versus Sanity Sawyer Fulton and Alexander Wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, I believe you don't it was, remember this. Uh, Sanity had the co- uh, comically slow entrance as well. Yeah, it was the four they're of like a them Mad in the Max. Diamond yeah, they're they're essentially the purge for wrestlers. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like, I was like, uh, cool entrance. Mm, you don't care. Was yeah. it cool? Yeah, oh, yeah lights cool. went out. Spotlight. Like, very you know, cool. like random police chatter. Good theme that song. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was, uh, I was trying. I don't, they didn't excite me too much either. Uh, I wanted, you were telling me, I, I wanted to like the, I believe it was a Scottish girl we saw in like a promo video before. I was like, where's she? I want to see her. And then you're like, this is her. She's coming. Well, yeah, yeah. Because in the, they were talking, I believe about the performance center prior yes. to the show. Yes. You were like, oh, she seems interesting. She's got a nice Scottish accent. She, well, she said so just something funny. Like she yeah. just entertained me or whatever. And I was that, like, oh, and she that, seems cool. And, and that, she was like normal. two minute promo. And I was, was like, oh, that's fine. She's just like a normal human 
human. And then she came out as this this new rebirthed character. Fuck. They like literally just introduced a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. These this stable of people yeah. called Sanity. Awful. And so now new crazy Nikki Cross, who's like a rabid, vicious dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're like right. literally doing stupid shit you like that. Honestly, I was like, oh god, who is this? Why does anybody care? <laughs> like I retract my compliment toward you. Uh, yeah, I like. I was like, I want to see just like yeah, I don't know, like humans doing stuff. Eric Young, cool in person too. Yeah, Eric Young, great, great person, very good wrestler. Um, yeah, I thought that. Um, I thought this was a good match. I think that. This match made it very aware to me the importance of wrestlers having chance for a live audience. Sure. Like, I feel like TM61, you know, the former of the Mighty Don't Kneel, um, very good tag team, very talented wrestlers, but there's just not like a TM61 chant. So it's yeah. like, and like sanity's a newer stable, so there's not like a sanity chant. Well, see, I don't think that's important. I think it's important for NXT to like manufacture their like excitement. Like they, yeah. they'd work so hard to like artificially keep everybody fucking jacked and insane sure. the whole time. And so like when they don't have somebody chanting or like a normal chant, it is a weird thing where you're like, oh, this is what it's actually like to watch wrestling uh, is you just kind of sit there and watch shit happen and yeah. then you get excited when good things happen and you don't when don't bat, when nothing good happens I'm, but like they have to for that first match and then other ones in it like people the whole time were fucking chanting right. and it's like oh because you need something to do because it's not always interesting well that's what I'm saying and what I think what I get what you're saying Joey although I know we've also had conversations about chants and fans trying to get themselves over and how chants are a little too crazy these days too crazy. but I think what you're saying is that it's not so much that they don't have a chant it's that they don't have something to latch onto yet yeah. for these characters to know or to keep in mind or if they want to to chant i just don't think there's anything to grab onto yet for these guys what i think that it's like uh, steven I'll, I'll get to your point in a second mm -hmm. i mentioned this a few episodes ago like probably like 10 or 20 episodes ago about like lance storm talked about in a blog about how like when he wrestled in japan he wrestled as lance storm and he was like known as a good wrestler and he would get good good audience reactions but like just to see what would happen because lance storm's not a very chantable name they build him in one japanese tour as tiger lance storm mm -hmm. and tiger is just very easy to chant right so like he, the audience would be completely on board for him and like you know a, you know a japanese arena of thousands of people would be chanting tiger tiger tiger, tiger. tiger. Yeah. yeah yeah and like it didn't affect his spot on the card it didn't affect his push he didn't get any more money for that tour but it was definitely like oh like the audience that already liked me now has a way to showcase that they like me yeah, while right. watching me. Yeah, I get and, it. Um, and I, I get what you're talking about. Um, I think that you're off a little bit in that like, you know, y your point is wrestling is boring, so you need something to entertain yourself. No, they need some I'm not saying it's boring. I'm just saying the reality of it is it's not constantly exciting or yeah. exhilarating. So they have to have that type of, I think it's artificial, like mm -hmm. thing to get people, I don't know, to make it seem like it's entertaining the whole time. But I, like I would just make I it seem like it's the, the fans are you know at the edge of their seat the whole time and the tr i think the truth of it is we're not but i, I wouldn't call it i would, I would you? call it artificial you it, on, every match of course not but when you weren't like i they a lot especially a lot of the other matches they sit there and go like no hey and then it's like, was it Roderick? I mean, I wasn't maybe in the edge of my seat for like the first like three matches, but like pretty much the rest of the card, yeah. Because mm. we didn't yeah, know like, it was gonna happen. We had like Ibushi, Bobby Roode, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah, let's start burning through these. We're already only two. We're only two matches. No, no, no. In no I want to no, like. I want to we'll like. Through. We'll burn through some of. The, we'll burn through some of the next ones. But like, right. I want to talk about this. Like, I mean, I think that there's a point to what you're saying in that like. 
yeah, like if I can chant something at a wrestler, that's going to keep me that's going to keep me more interested in the match. Mm-hmm. And like for the purposes of like, you know, if there's a headlock or something like that, something that's like a slower part of the match. Right. It yeah. does just allow me to kind of like feel a part of it. But I mean, I don't think that it's necessarily artificial. Like, like you know, the WWE didn't pass out cards before the show that was like champ PWG when Roderick Strong is out No, there. but they did pr- uh, practice chants. NXT chance, the one thing that everybody knows that we're there for. They did a couple, That's I the thought. the only thing they said. Okay, well, I, I thought yeah. in the ring yeah, announcement. Okay, fine. Only so NXT what, and, like, the purpose Regardless, that, they still so did they it. And then like we the also... And then we also did chant NXT multiple times during the thing. So, like, yeah, it is produced. Like, you, you, you can say it's not, but it is. That's, but that's their like, intention. Well, they create that. It is. But I feel like, I mean, that's their intention to create that, sure. But, like, you know, I think that... They're not telling people to chant delete, but that got over. Yeah, like, I, I think that... <laughs> and I'm the, sure they hate it. Probably do. Oh, yeah, they probably do. But people yeah. are going to chant what they chant, especially at an NXT show. But, like, the version of this that I think that you think that this is, is, like... You know, you're watching a sitcom taping and there's an applause sign and a laughter sign and like okay. whatever. Like, I feel right, like yeah, that's the version that you think it is. I didn't say that. And like so when we chanted NXT, it wasn't because like, you know, somebody I mean, we chanted NXT up top at the start of the show, which I think partly is to get the audience pumped and is partly just as a TV thing. It's like when you go to anything and they're like, you know, hey, we're getting started. Everybody cheer, they which do they do for their regular chance. Like, uh, like they do uh, that, I'm sure, for sporting events. They do that like, yeah. hey, everybody. No. You know, come out like welcome to welcome to the arena. You're Have you New ever York been Knicks. to a sporting event? Yeah, but there are point, <laughs> there are points in sporting events where they're like everybody like let lets everybody see your Seahawks spirit or whatever. Yeah, there's you know? t- I, while they don't come out and say no, we need those we need those Seahawks chants. But mm. there's tons of teams, especially baseball teams and stuff, mm. who have like some old song that they've had since 1942 mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. during the seventh inning stretch they always sing that fucking song or whatever the hell it is well, right? like, there's still there's still signature versions of that in other sports well, right? like, I don't care to well, debate like, this anymore well, like, you're right whatever you're right well, like, I don't just care about any, I don't care whatever like, you're right like, how many, let's move on like how many comedy shows have you done where like you walked out to the stage and said hey how's everybody doing tonight mm-hmm. yeah like, and then everybody went improv, improv. Well, no, and then people cheer. That's like a cue to get the yes. audience on board and to build energy. Like that's like just a normal live event experience thing. That's not like an insidious wrestling thing designed to get people on board on something that they wouldn't be on board with. Okay, man. I'm uh-huh. saying you're right, and I don't care. Like match, I don't know what you want me to this do. This match kind of lets us blend into our next one. So Wolf and Fulton, a little green, but they're looking good. Everybody yeah. knows TM61 is good. They just need something more to grab on. TM61, so, the less efficient calculator later younger brother of the ti-83 right. yeah, yeah I, good yeah but uh but but that match uh like i said a little green overall but everybody was good kind of brings us into the next next match which again is yeah, two sort which of is, uh, younger developmental people dario versus mandy rose this is a women's wrestling match uh, yeah, um, daria baronato yeah yeah um this was uh like i thought that these are both very clearly talented wrestlers but the what i thought this match was going to be you know, these these are women that, like, I don't think have wrestled on NXT television to any great extent, so I wasn't they super familiar with both. them. But, mm-hmm. like, they're not, you know, they're not Peyton Royce or whatever. No, 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 no um, not currently. So, like, uh, Dario, she has a gimmick that's essentially... Daria. Oh, sorry. The, Daria. Yeah, Daria. Got it. The uh, match card I looked at was wrong. Um, so, Daria, she essentially came out, out, like, you know, like, dressed like a UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. 
gloves, shorts, you know, like uh, kind of dreads. Like she was, you know, a trained fighter. Yeah, kind of a shamrock um, type of gig in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like Mandy Rose came out, like you know, very glamorously. Her tights were gold. It seemed like it seemed like the storyline that they were pitting was kind of like uh, more of a developmental Oscar versus Eva Marie. Yeah, it. I mean, Mandy Rose is by essentially Eva Eva Marie's gimmick. Yeah, like that. That felt like the story they were trying to tell. Yeah, but I feel like the actual story of the match wasn't that it's like it was uh you know daria sold plenty for mandy rose mandy rose probably had more power wrestling moves than dario mandy like- rose's uh heel uh persona though i i think is very good yeah I'm they're really both- a fan of the heel work she's doing. yeah like they're both really good i just like i thought I, the story of the match seemed muddy to me if that makes it sense. was it was um but you know like i both of these uh both of these uh wrestlers i'm sure will be very great on nxt in the main yeah, roster in the i think future. they both got a lot of potential uh steven you have any thoughts on this match you don't uh you know i just i'm done I, like I, it was so stupid to watch somebody pretend that they're like gonna punch like i i've seen that in multiple uh uh matches before and she was doing it too like she was like showing us her punches kind of like shadow boxing <laughs> uh-huh. or whatever and it's like well you're wrestling and you're not gonna punch anybody once so it's what are you doing no yeah she punched yeah she had some no she had some strike combinations punches kicks then she took off the gloves and the whole place went oh yeah 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 i don't know that that like bores me i I feel like it's just silly to see people acting like they're 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 fighters or whatever it's it's just weird uh and i I I don't it's just just another character type i think yeah sure 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 uh yeah it's just silly and then this one i think the the she won right like the one what to you is a version of that that's not silly that's her gimmick by the way because she is a former mixed martial artist it's um, real. Is she? Yeah. yeah. It's real. Okay, great. It's from so a place she's a, of truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, guess, that's cool, well, but it's just like, it's not, I guess it's just not the reality of what they're doing, so it like bothers me. So what? It's like so if you went up to real- home played it like baseball, then you're like, look at this kick, and like, all right, I'm going to do baseball now. It's like, well, you're doing different things, so So for, for the reality of what they're doing, would you want everybody to wear singlets, or like what? No, like, I'm just saying, like, it's not, it's, you're not a fighter. Just don't act like it. But like, wrestling is, it's like... It's like combat performance, so it's like they are all theoretically Yeah, so stand fighters. up on the ring ropes and, you know, get your cheers or whatever, but, like, you're not a, you're not punching anybody. It's silly. It's cool. sort of like a silly thing to go out there and, like, look at these punches. Look how good these punches are. And then they don't punch anybody. Well, it's not you, an effective or part of wrestling, and it's not even a part of wrestling to get punched. Well, there's plenty of punches. There's plenty of punches in America. There's wrestling. not real punches, and you know that, and I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah there are. are. Like, let's... There are not real punches, Brock and you know that. Brock Lesnar. Well, yeah, there are some real Brock All right, so we're a block, but even Brock and they've Lesnar. Let, and they've let the big show blast a couple people in the face. <laughs> but even Brock Lesnar, doesn't he, like, hammer people? He doesn't, like, punch them, right? I mean, he's punched some people. Really? He's punched some yeah, people. Yeah. I've, I've never seen it. I don't know. So punched. So cool. So you found an exception to the rule. But okay, we, but there's come protect, on. Let's, it's all protected punches, you Yeah. Let's just I mean, all agree that that's a like, thing that's not real. You know, if you're Roman, gonna, Roman if Reigns. If you're going to, like, fight the reality of it, that's fine. But, but that's silly. But we don't think it's real. Yeah. But it's like, I'm it's not saying you think it's real. I'm just saying I think it's a stupid artificial thing that they add to it. I don't like it. I don't like mm. seeing pretend that people pretend that they are UFC fighters or boxers or whatever. But she is a former UFC fighter and Brock Lesnar is a former UFC world champion. Okay, cool. Well, when Jordan, you know, moved over to play for the White Sox, he didn't go out there and dribble a basketball to home plate and then show everybody how good he was at that dribbling. That would have been so he funny. Didn't do that. Yeah, that would have been tough. <laughs> I got there. my sports wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, geez, I packed my wrong bag. Oh, no, I 
I thought you said b-ball and I brought my b-ball. If he did that, we'd all, and this voice that you're doing is telling us all how absurd, absurd and stupid it would be to do that, yet they're doing it. But it's like, stupid to watch. But is that weirder to you than like a wrestling clown or a wrestling chicken or like a wrestling whatever? So no, because that's like the, like that's the entertainment part of it or whatever. It's like you're, I get it. Like, like you guys, you guys don't think it's real. She was a r- r- fucking fighter or whatever, but that's not what they're doing. So why do it? It's just, I don't know. I find it stupid. But so what to you is what they're doing? Then? I told you ring ropes. They're wrestling. That's they're not wrestling. That's not like you can stand on the ring ropes and wear fighting and, and wear UFC punching gloves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, man. You guys are 100 percent right. This isn't stupid. And they do fight. <laughs> I, I we yeah. win. you guys win again. Okay. I don't know what to say. It's super cool to watch people pretend that they are fight going to punch people in before a wrestling match. It is a uh, very tough and awesome and believable and not at all I mean, like dumb. You're right. I get that. I get what you're talking about in that. It's maybe not the most creative character choice, but I think that like wrestling is uh, it's like an art form filled with characters and like there can be a mixed martial artist character in the same way that there can be uh like you know a like a garbage worker character well just like just like street fighter has a mixed martial arts character and then they've got a a, a, an army commando guy and then they've got a ninja and then they've got like a ballerina and then they've got a fucking green monster and a whole bunch of shit it's like there there are varying levels of character who come from different backgrounds of fighting to be able to do what they're doing in this fake world of fake fighters well, yeah, like, that like, makes sense to me well, yeah i would look okay. at i would look at uh mainly d- more wwe but like i would look at it don't look at it as like baseball look at it as street fighter okay you know yeah i still find it stupid you're literally never gonna change my mind i stand by it it's stupid to watch somebody pretend that they're a fighter that they're doing fighting stuff before a fake fight i understand that that's her character and that that somehow fits in but but it's I don't di- know. It's like, does it? It's the it's two such different a, styles of fighting, I guess, is what you're saying. Because the I'm senten- calling it, it's like the, the weird uncanny of saying, valley of like, what is this? The sentence of saying a person doing a bunch of fight moves, pretending that they're a fighter and going mm-hmm. to fight before they enter a fight. Mm-hmm. Like, so that make what you're saying doesn't make any sense. So you're saying it's the two different types of fighting that just makes it. It's two so different things. They're two different things. There's an uncanny valley like where it doesn't a, a, a fake a fake fight. And then a real fight or two, uh, boxing or UFC, they're two different things. And they're trying to exist in this weird world that I don't think it should overlap. I think it's stupid to watch. So I don't respect it. and I don't think it's cool. I think it literally delegitimizes both when I watch it. When when I watch her, I go like she is not a fucking fighter. She is not a UFC fighter. And she looks stupid when she does that. And then everything she does after it, I'm like, oh, well, you you told me you were a fighter and then you failed to do it. You're you're failing on both accounts. It looks stupid what i guess it's like a poor choice like yeah i don't know like i can't i I can't quite i guess i can't quite explain to you why this is like a thing but it's like if it's if in the comedy world to be like doing something in between comedy and like uh like somewhere in between like a gross out bit like say and like uh, a sincere like uh like satiric point or whatever you'd be like where what is this like is this about you know throwing up milk or is it about like the government's corrupt like what the fuck am i watching is this like it's a monsanto schedule i guess to to use it i mean to to go back to comedy terms just because it's the world that me and steven know like it, it would this be similar to if somebody in an improv show pulled out their real cell phone to do 
Or like, sure, that's or like, probably a good or like, explanation. Or like if it, yeah. somebody pulled out a sketch prop during an improv show or something. Is yeah, that, like that would be weird. Okay, be I like, guess. What the fuck am I watching? Is this planned or not? Is this a is this a okay. sketch? Have you, I've seen I've heard of improv teams where they have like a, a bunch of hats on the back wall, yeah. and then they put those on to be different characters. That's dumb. If you're and on one of those improv like, teams, stop listening to our you show. You should stop doing that. But <laughs> yeah, like, I agree with that. But it's like you're not. It's not the right thing. You're living in this weird world where it's like, well, we've also got some like fun props that we're ready to do, but we're all making it up. And it's like, well, you're not doing either. You're literally I mean, doing a disservice to both. Yeah. I, I've seen that. We're like, if you're gonna do a sketch, do a fucking sketch. If you're gonna do an improv scene, do a fucking improv scene. Like, if you're gonna do UFC, do fucking UFC. I want to see you beat the shit out of this girl. I want you to punch her in the fucking face. And if you're going to wrestle, I want you to wrestle. But don't tell me you're going to do UFC and then go like... Oh yeah, look at these. Look at these. Like okay, that slaps. makes sense. I'm like this isn't anything. And I apologize. Like me digging in. That's not me trying to convince you otherwise. That's me just trying to understand where you're coming from logically. And yeah, I kind of get it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I get, I get what you're talking about. Like I feel, I feel that. You know, like sometimes I'll see like, you know, improv or sketch shows in Los Angeles where it's like, you know, the team doesn't have any props, but mm. then like one guy comes on like yeah. with a prop and it's like, why? They're pantomiming. You've yeah. got a prop. Mm. What is the base reality of yeah. this? Yeah. What okay. is this? Feel that. I like that it. makes. Okay. That makes like sense it. to me, I guess. Looks stupid. Uh, fourth match, <laughs> Buddy Murphy versus Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger. So Buddy Murphy comes out and we didn't really, the posters were all printed up front, but we didn't really look at the poster. Yeah. We just kind of went into the show. We're like, oh, let's just see what the show is. So Murphy comes out and I love Murphy. I think Murphy's got a great run. He's a solid in-ring worker. He's yeah. Very reliable. But because of the last couple shows the nights before, I assumed we were getting uh, Blake versus Murphy. And so yeah, it's like, oh, I was, here we go. I was ready to chant delete. I was like, I was holding my breath to start screaming delete. Yeah. And Ty Dillinger's music hits and the place goes berserk. Yeah. We freaked out. Berserk. He, <laughs> Ty Dillinger is one of the most over people of the night. Oh, yeah. Ty Dillinger was probably yeah like he was up there with the most over people of the night and something that i just couldn't get over is like how good of a live wrestler he is just in terms of i mean this is kind of what steven was talking he's about really a, a little bit at this point i mean he's a veteran he's wrestled for probably 10 years but he's also just like he's uh like the amount that the audience was into this match was insane yeah. um like you know the amount of 10 chance the amount of like you know, just like the the audience involvement and the amount and the amount that people cared. We're actually we'll play just a clip of his entrance. No, oh, I don't know want. that we have that. Oh, sorry, so, you're yeah. you're bringing it up in the background. So I thought. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Too, I have an uh, Instagram video that I took of him. Do you? Yeah. All right. If we have that, that's fine. I just I'm not. I haven't heard this. I might not even have audio. So that's why I'm just like clicking around. Oh, okay, got, yeah. I thought you were people. bringing it up to cue it up too. So yeah. uh, you know, if you ever seen NXT, that you know what it sounds like. The audience loves him. They, they yeah. scream ten whenever he does yeah. anything. Oh, well, there he is. We've got yeah, it. Yeah, people so, love uh, this guy. So Steven, I guess what did what did you think of Ty Dillinger and what did you think of this match? Yeah, that's Ty Dillinger. This isn't our, this wasn't our show. This is a different show. But that's right? that's Ty Dillinger wrestling yeah. the same. No, game. but I'm saying like this this isn't our show because nah, this is okay, the well, same video. No, anyway, no. yeah, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, they got they got it wrong. They lied. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I was watching. Um, uh, uh, yeah, people were ex- obsessed with saying ten. That became the whole uh, night is saying ten. That's his gimmick instead He's of the numbers. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was it was always ten, ten, ten. Yeah, and then when uh, and so and then it becomes especially in his matches, but it did bleed into the rest of the night. The whole night. Um, when when <laughs> the so when the uh, ref begins counting the ten count for people outside yeah. of the rings, you know one, two, three. So yeah, and it just becomes ten, ten, ten. ten. And then for when it, when <laughs> you know that Ty Dillinger is going to win a match, the crowd yeah. almost always for the pin, yeah, for the, for the pin count 
chance 10 10 10, 10. Yeah, well seven, that happened two, the pin count happened at 10 10 10 for quite a bit for the rest of the, for the rest too. of the show it i was did. like or the rest of the show too i was like god ah, i get it 10 um yeah <laughs> i didn't he got uh, a number over he man. got yeah. a fucking number over uh yeah i, I don't uh I, ca- I can't say i remember a ton about this match uh yeah i just remember a lot of tens and throwing tens up in the air uh this one uh i think i was starting to like tune out by about this part uh yeah no real thoughts. I also think Ty Dillinger is like maybe a cooler name than Perfect Ten. Uh, I don't know, but it's like his name is Ty Dillinger, but he's the his Perfect Ten. Ty yeah, yeah. Ten. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ty I know. I get. Yeah, I like get his it. first name isn't. Uh, that would be cool though. Smooth as fuck in the ring. I thought him and yeah. Murphy put on. Like I said, Murphy's a great worker. I thought they put on a really, really solid match, and he's a good heel too. He he shouts at the crowd. He's very confident. When Murphy is a great guy for Ty Dillinger to wrestle because Murphy. Yeah. Murphy, there aren't any Murphy chants. It's like no, it's just right. like all of your love is one hundred percent focused on Ty yeah, Dillinger. Yeah, just know he's a greasy Australian jerk who comes out to dubstep. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. He's super wet. Wait, he was, was that very the, wet? Was that the guy who was in uh, Sanity? No, a different guy. Because so, somebody from Sanity wrestled again, right? Yeah, that was the that, that was the end of the night. Yeah, oh, but, okay, but, but, okay. But that was okay, Eric sorry. Young in the, in okay. the main event. But they he, look kind of similar. What you're talking about. I, I just, I don't remember. Yeah, He didn't all. wrestle earlier. He wrestled in the main event. That's what, yeah. He's part of that four He's person. part of the group. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, great. So yeah, that was that was a very good match. Murphy won, was the one who was super wet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He was so wet. Oh, yeah. Commenting fuck. how wet he was. <laughs> I was like, I felt bad for everybody getting sprayed with his hair. And like his hair water was going everywhere. Oh, yeah. I was making that guy in front of us laugh. We were like joking like what they only have one hair dryer back there oh yeah no we, no we were talking about yeah about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 that we kept on making that guy in front of us laugh i remember yeah, it's that. just like oh shit oh my man i just got out of the shower my mask <laughs> coming up oh jeez i saw that that guy yeah. in front of us he was like i bet he wanted so bad to ask for our autographs yeah who are so funny yeah, yeah if you were yeah, that yeah. guy who wanted oh, our autograph uh, tweet at us at yslw podcast and we'll send you one if you're our biggest fan and you're out there yeah please do please oh do um, uh yeah. But yeah uh but that's like effective healing though it's like yeah. something that we, we talked about uh with marty the moth and lucha underground is like if i was in the front row and like buddy murphy got hair water on me i'd boo him harder sure i'd be like screw that guy yeah, yeah. like when marty the moth yeah came out and, el- and shoulder block shoulder checked us yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. it's just like oh i hate that one i don't think i tie fucking hate right. him next match was ember moon and the nxt women's champion oscar versus peyton royce and billy Kay. Um, this was a great match. Asuka and uh, Ember Moon were great to see live. Yeah. Uh, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, you know, very good wrestlers in their own right. Very good heels. Joey was very excited. You leaned over and even said, Asuka's one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> said that. that. And uh, uh, Stephen definitely said, like, whatever. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I... Uh, this match, you know what? This is something that I, I guess for like once I'm sort of understanding the he- the liking the heel thing mm-hmm. for you, Nick. Like yeah. I was so I think this happened in a couple matches, but I was just so fucking over everybody loving the good guy or whatever. I was like, I want I want the people who were not supposed to like to win. I'm tired. I just don't fucking care about Asuka anymore. People were so fucking hard on Asuka. Like, oh, like they were losing their fucking mind every time she came into the ring. Actually, and I was just like, lose. I want her to lose. I want her to like break her fucking arm and upset these people. Not to dip too back far in time here, but yeah. you did when Murphy first came out. Now, now that you bring this up, I remember this when Murphy first came out with his dubstep theme song. Looking yeah. Like a wet douche. Yeah. Steven goes. Well, fuck this guy. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Then I remember that. Ty yeah. Dillinger was out there and he was so over that you went, oh, okay. 
You're looking around. You, oh, wait a minute. You know and what? Murphy would get some offense, and then people would boo, and you'd go, "All right, yeah, yeah, that's right." Woo. I do remember this. Yeah, you know what? I don't Heels want are fun, aren't they? I don't want you guys to have fun. <laughs> I, want, I want you <laughs> well. to be disappointed. I want your heart to be broken. I want everybody in there to be sad. Like I kind of, yeah, I want Oscar to I fall to like break her arm and then retire and then watch all those poor like fucking NXT LA fans be like, "No, my life is over." But he. Heels, heels are fun, aren't they? They're so fun to watch. No, I, all, all it is, I just want you guys to lose. I want so wrestling glad. fans to lose. And we won't. I'm so. so glad that you went to NXT. I feel like this is a big breakthrough in the show for Steven to understand, like, oh, that's why people like the heels. <laughs> right. Because that's like, that's why we... Because they hate wrestling fans and they want them to be sad. Yeah, sure. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's your it's just thing. like, I mean, that we hate Roman Reigns for the reasons of like, oh, like, I hate him and his fans are idiots and like, mm-hmm, you know, right. like... Like I want him to lose partly because I hate him, but partly because like I want his fans to be to like I want to drink be the their kids tears. to be miserable. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh. I think that's one of the reasons that people like boo John Cena so hard or used to boo John Cena so hard is just like you know so that they could drink in the tears of children that loved sure. him. Yeah, I think we'd all agree that that's the our lowest selves when we feel that way. And yes, I became my lowest self at NXT Los Angeles. I get that. Yeah. I majorly popped for Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. I really, really, really like the combination of them right now. Yeah, I they're good. They've been doing some really good work over the last couple of months i like the the team up that they've been building i think they're doing good work and getting better in the ring yeah i mean i think that they're they're definitely like taking the what's the term they're, they're like taking the torch that you know charlotte and sasha banks passed off you know yeah sure yeah. um that's good to see like they'll i feel like in a year they'll be right up there with you know charlotte and you know uh everybody yeah, um, yeah. oscar was incredibly over uh great to see her live and ember moon's finisher t- to cap off the match. Oh, yeah. The the, it, does it have a WWE wow. name or is it still the O Face? Don't know. I'm okay. not a wrestling fan. Um, I was specifically <laughs> asking Steven and not Nick. <laughs> yeah. Nick. Uh, finisher, her indie name for the finisher is called the O Face. It's uh-huh. basically a twisting cutter. It's real cool. It's great that to see live. It's actually called the O Face? Yeah, yeah. Because t- whenever you see it, the audience goes, oh. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know what move I don't like seeing? And I think this happened quite a bit. And I think it also happened in this uh, match with uh, Daria and Mandy was uh, a, the like butt bump attack. Oh, it's called the hip attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't like seeing that. I think it specifically only happens with women. I don't know if that's true or not. It, but it happened almost uh, what is it like Mo- Mojo Raleigh does it sometimes but yeah I get what you're talking yeah. about it's more uh, it felt yeah. it felt like more like a women's thing I don't know what the fuck it is it's not a thing and it's like it it like again it sort of like delegitimizes what they're doing to me it's like oh so they can't even do like real wrestling moves they gotta like shove their butt in each other's face I will admit Oscar does as I noticed it live I will admit she's doing a hell of a lot more <laughs> Even though I, I yeah. can't I can't believe I'm gonna call it butt stuff, but butt stuff. <laughs> she is doing a yeah, lot she more did like, right? yeah, she did than like, she used to. Way yeah, more. she did like a stink face, I think. Yeah. And she's done that in the past, but it's like yeah. I gotta admit it was a little heavy at this show. I was uh yeah, I was I'll, not excited about that. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll admit that. And I, I'm I'm similar, Steven, where like I think that the difference between Asuka and a lot of other wrestlers is like women's wrestlers have been doing, you know, that type of move for a while. Like yeah. Uh, yeah. Naomi, she's a main roster wrestler. Her finisher is called the rear view and it's basically that. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And mm-hmm. I think that something to Asuka's credit is like when she does it, it doesn't feel like a comedy move most of the time. It feels like she yeah. like leveled them, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like she yeah. and I think that. But yeah, I, I will agree that specifically this show, it did feel like. 
you know, it's like a comedy spot that I think like delegitimizes her as the best wrestler in the world a little yeah, bit. It was yeah, just, so it was a little. A couple of spots are fine. It was a little too much for me. I would never yeah. deny that Oscar is probably a good wrestler, uh, but like it sort of like it, yeah, it sort of makes it seem like she's not a good wrestler. Like yeah, you kind of do like weak bullshit moves, and I don't know if that's really one or not. Mm-hmm. But I got the sense that that's like a bullshit move. When you start doing a lot of that, it's like oh, so you're bullshit too. Like yeah, yeah, I don't know. yeah. Well, it, it I'm probably fair. I'm overstating fair, it a little fair. bit, but no, it, I, there's I, something to that that I'm like oh, you need to. I don't want to see you do bullshit. That's not, I don't think anybody. I wants get what to see you're talking you about. Bullshit. And Oscar is such a. She's just such a great, like, strong style striker that it's like she's yeah. somebody that doesn't have to do that. Right. But you know, I'm sure it pops the live crowd. So it's yeah. like I could get why you would do that. Yeah, I totally. Get it. I, uh, sixth match: Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Semifinals again. The Authors of Pain with Paul Ellering versus Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. DIY. Truly, don't remember this. The authors of pain were the big, big, big guys. I remember uh, Joey saying something like, what else did you write? And I was like, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I expected that. Yeah. Yeah, I expected that to get a bigger laugh. Uh, No, their names are. It's like a funny idea. We didn't get too far into it. Like we could have. We could have definitely explored, heightened and explored that idea for sure. Their names are Occam and Razor, which is like a weird like. Oh, Occam's Occam's Razor. Razor type thing. It's it's kind of gross. Yeah, I lost. I I started. I lost a lot of love for him there. Um, Yeah. I don't remember this match. <laughs> Gargano and Champa. Yeah, Gargano oh, and Champa oh, live were amazing. Wonderful. Love oh, seeing them live. God. Yeah, they're and this was this was a great match. I mean, like when like, you know, uh I, I wasn't really following NXT um like, you know, the other NXT California shows, so I didn't know that we were gonna get this match. Mm-hmm. But like when I saw that like we were wrestling that we were seeing the authors of pain versus, you know, DIY, I turned to Nick and I just said, like, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I know. Match. And it was a it, and dude, they had a good match with the authors of pain. They I thought yeah. they both looked good in this match. And the authors of pain, they're bigger dudes, they're like a little bit greener, but like you so know you need guys who can really try yeah. to wrestle them. Yeah, Tommaso and Champa, they're like hard hitters, but also like just they've wrestled for, you know, probably a decade each or something like that. Yep. Um so yeah, this was i mean th- this is i think going to be airing on nxt it'll probably already have been have been it'll probably already have aired by the time that we released this episode um uh well yeah i mean is this coming out this monday yeah we'll, I think so. we'll, we'll beat up by like a day and a half we'll do something but, yeah, yeah yeah so like you know we if, won't you, ruin if you haven't listened to, if you haven't listened to the match or if you haven't watched the match give it a watch it's gone. Yeah. gonna be on nxt they're gonna they're they recorded this to play it on nxt yeah right. and we won't We'll just say this. The tag team champions of NXT did not compete in the show, but they do pop up somewhere, and you may see them in this match. Yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, we can leave it at that. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that this was a treat. And Steven, you had no no thoughts on this? I don't even... You, you're hinting that something happened with the tag team champions, and I don't remember this at all. You became the tag team champion. Yeah, it was you. I, you're both of them. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. We also thought it was really funny. There were like five chants going during this match. It oh, yeah. DIY, it DIY, Psycho, Psycho killer, killer, Johnny, Johnny Wrestling, Wrestling, PWG, and NXT. Mm. Yeah. There were like oh. five chants going. Maybe even a sixth one. I don't well, remember. Well, every time they said Psycho Killer, I uh, I went back with Keskase. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I, I, saw you, I think I saw you doing that. Yeah. It yeah. was. Um, yeah, this this match this match in terms of audience participation was just bedlam of like we it love was. both of these guys and we don't know which way to like celebrate it. And Paul Ellering was really cool to see him live and in person. He does legitimize that team. He's got a great, creepy, cool yeah. old man vibe. Like the authors of pain, say what you will about oh, that. Bald guy. I remember old Heisenberg. guy. Yeah. He got yeah. slightly involved in the match, which was cool. Yeah, Paul Ellering uh, yeah. got physical in the match a little bit. Paul Ellering, yeah, he's, I mean, I really, like, I like the Authors of Pain, and I think with Paul Ellering, it's like, oh, he's found his new Legion of Doom, and that's great. Without him, it would be like, eh. Without him, I would 
care very I be without them without him I would hate them for the wrong reasons. It's mm-hmm. just amazing just how like it's a, the shield but because they're wearing armor but right. like bigger dudes. It's amazing how a good manager can just legitimize and put guys over so easily and help sell them. It's it's crazy. But I think it just it clearly wraps up what the story or character game is of the authors of pain of like Paul Ellering just every once in a while saying like I got a plan or like you know before they get into the ring Paul Ellering points to the ring and then they jump into the ring off of his thing just like yeah. him being in charge it like kind of it completes the team in a way or it gives the team a thing that TM61 mm-hmm. doesn't have you know and we did yeah. talk about this uh with former guest friend of the show uh Justin Donaldson he did say there's one thing I wanted in this show which again we did say that they didn't compete it was like there's one thing I did want in this show it was more it was wrestling from the revival. That was one thing we I'm a little disappointed we didn't get to see at this particular show. Yeah, they were at the show. They did do some stuff, but we don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Uh, but they, they didn't have a match. You can that's Yeah, they got married. They got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, awesome. So yeah, uh, uh but yeah, the old wrestling guy. Do you have any thoughts on him, Steven? Uh yeah, just a scary looking dude. Um yeah, I that would made the be, team seem uh, more intimidating, right? Yeah, I wouldn't uh if I saw him, I would not uh yeah, I would stay away. Cross I'd him. stay away. I'd be like, that guy's got drugs, or he wants to sell me drugs, or he wants to steal my drugs. I gotta stay the fuck away from this yeah, guy. Yeah, Steven um, doesn't actually, want Yeah, well you can pull your Stevie gun on him. Yeah, I got my well, they took my Stevie oh, gun. Oh, that's right. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. He would take your drugs, like, you couldn't uh, have anything to do. Yeah, I'm not gonna go into this uh too much, but um earlier today I was Googling Paul Ellering and I found out that he owns like a diner in Milwaukee or something like oh, that. And like it took away don't go don't don't go to the Facebook page of his diner if you want to still have the ambience of him being a tough guy. Oh no. Because there's a lot of like <laughs> Like a, no, it's like it's like a picture of like you know like uh, a picture of like families, and he's just like, hey, it's family night here at the whatever diner. That's like, adorable. You know, uh, it's just very that's much like adorable. he's just you know like he's <laughs> the scariest old man alive on NXT. But like, if you go to his diner, I'm sure he's a real nice dude. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, hey, remember the Legion of Doom? They were a real fun tag team. Oh, the good old days. Want some hash browns? Yeah, no, right, it's let's like talk about the most exciting match of the night. Okay, maybe. so Bobby yeah. Roode came out to Glorious. Everybody screamed <sighs> and, the, and sang the theme song. This that is was, another one where I'm like, I want this guy to lose. I want, I want, Bobby I want his, But yeah. Bobby Roode is the heel. Yeah. I but want. like him because he's over. It makes people happy. I want, yeah, I want something to like happen to his vocal cords where he can never say Glorious again and then he just has to live a it silent, matter, sad Stephen, life. It Stephen, because the theme song is so over that ch- the, the fans will sing it for him for the rest of his days. No, they would never. You'll never win. I want him to. You'll never win. So, I don't need to win. I just need all wrestling fans to lose. So well, Bobby Roode came out. We had no idea who he was going to face. It was very yeah. much a surprise that the night and then all no, of I guess a sudden, it was on the poster. Oh, shut up! <laughs> but we didn't see it. Yeah, we didn't didn't see it so we didn't know. Surprise of the night for me personally. Me too. Um, the and whole crowd apparently didn't look at the poster because yeah, the reaction yeah. he got they was like did what? very bad promotion of this show. Nobody looked at the poster. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Kota Bushi's music hits from the Cruiserweight Classic, also DDT, NJPW, and many many other federations. Literally one of the top five wrestlers in the world came out to wrestle the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And Stephen, yep. you said that you wanted Kota Bushi to win. Yeah, no, I just I wanted I wanted everybody to be disappointed uh, more than <laughs> anything. Yeah, I don't know. I just like there's some like there was why I don't know why that that dude was so over. Uh, I don't like I just didn't like him. I wasn't Abushi? excited about no um, Bobby Roode. Like, oh, I, I was tired of yelling glorious like <laughs> that was like that was maybe one of the most annoying things. Just 
it? I was like, stop, stop it, stop it. They did it before the show. Also, real quick, you want to talk about they did do chanting before. They did the Nakamura chant before. They did the Glorious thing before. They did a lot of that before the show. They did it for all of them, and they set it up, too. You're acting like they didn't. They found a kid who had a Nakamura thing, and they started it themselves, and then they made it happen. Like, it's so so designed for that shit to happen. I hate to interrupt this completely off topic. I just got a robocall on my phone, and I was like, who the fuck is this? From Nakamura? Yeah, Washington, D.C., and I Googled it right now, and it says it's a robocall voicemail from the Trump campaign. <gasps> I, ah, I can't believe you missed that. I can't believe it. What is, is happening? Okay, Why am again, I getting this call? Once again, this is a big sidetrack, and we're almost through, so this isn't going to Yeah, yeah, work. we're almost, we're almost there. there. Anyway, um, I was so amped to see Kota Ibushi. It was incredible. And I, by the way, it's in one of my uh, videos that I did post to Instagram. I believe it was one of my Instagram story videos. So it's At down Nick now, but Gallagher, I have it. G-L-I-G-O-R. I do have it. Uh, it's down now, but I have the video still. Oh, yeah. It was like right at the tail end of the crowd saying glorious. And he puts his arms down and off to the side. You hear Steven go, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the crowd. Had, I'll play it for you after. I really fact, can... I do have the video. Let's cut in the audio and you can crank it up. If we have to. The crowd says glorious. We get the tail end and you just hear Steven say so stupid. Yeah, yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> God, they loved him. I just, uh, fuck We'll this. make sure we post that on our social media, yeah. oh, boardwalkaudio.com. So uh, uh, a couple things. What did you think of Ibushi versus Bobby Roode, the match, outside of Bobby Roode just being annoyed by him? But he's a heel. You could say that's him doing yeah, his job. Yeah, he's doing but, his job you know. right. Man, um, the theme song is, yeah, yeah. that place What's, was thunderous. What? Uh, yeah. Um, what's interesting is, like, there's no way to, like, not like something and not somehow prove your point that, like, wrestling is good. You're like, I'm like, I don't like the bad guy. It's like, yeah, well, so that means you like wrestling. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. I just don't like it. Uh, but that's okay. But I feel um, like you're, like, a proto-wrestling fan where it's like... One day I'll get there. You know, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like you're, uh, you're, the proto- you're a prototype wrestling fan where, like, you could see, like, oh, okay... Like in future software updates, this will become a fully a full feature. You know, Nick, what you you saw some of my notes for our next Requestlemania. Uh, what was my one note on the last match? I don't fucking remember. It, it was like I can't care about this or yeah, something. I can't yeah. care about any of this. That's it. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, and that's so. Yeah, I'm almost there. I'm almost a fan. Guy oh, that guy's really videos. close to where we yeah. were. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, oh, I think that's I the wanted... guy that was saying like racist stuff toward Kota Ibushi. Oh, cool. Really? Yeah. There was somebody. Yeah. There was uh, somebody. That, I, mean, I don't want to repeat it because it's offensive. Sure. There <laughs> but were there was few, like, there were a few. There were like one or two things. like maybe like kind of uh, more conservative wrestling fans that okay. really like just saying racist stuff at Ibushi and Nakamura. Good. You can imagine what it was, and the audience shut that down so fast. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, you didn't catch that, Steven? I missed all there of that. A few stupid people. A couple people were like, "Shut the fuck up." Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Also, ugh, fuck everybody. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kotobushi. Uh, biggest I, surprise of the night. No biggest doubt. surprise. Yeah, no everybody doubt. fucking lost their mind. I asked you guys, "Does this is like premiere in NXT?" And you're like, "No, he just doesn't go on contract." So it's like kind of exciting that he's here because it's like a one-off special thing. Yeah. Well, so, and I think he might have done like one a, or two of the other SoCal or dates, a but rare he, but events. He, he it's rarely, a rare event. It's very rare. So, yeah. cool. That's exciting. And also um, him versus Bobby Roode. That's a dream match. Because Bobby Roode's been wrestling forever in TNA yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Plus, it's like doing- a fun... It's like a fun clash of styles because Bobby Roode's a very like southern wrestler of just like very basic, and Ibushi's just like an insane flippy dude right. who like also is a very good striker and a very good. I mean, Ibushi's one of the top five wrestlers in the world, so he's but great. It's at cool because also Roode has. I like. I, lo- I mean, we all love Glorious. We all love what he's done. I I love his this this tweak, this transformation that they gave him for his NXT just full blown. Yeah, just make like, him Ric Flair. Yeah, cocky heel. I love. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I love it. When there's uh there's something that I think is great about this match and Justin Donaldson friend of the show previous guest mentioned to us after the show of like 
Bobby Roode like wrestled a little bit faster and Kota Ibushi wrestled a little bit slower and like they met perfectly in the middle into just a great clash of styles so match too. like you know i don't think that this match is going to air but like if they you know they they should wrestle like a takeover or something like that no i doubt. would pay money to see this match again no doubt um yeah mabushi's exciting i guess i see why people people are into it yeah, uh, you've seen his work i mean you and and we'll be talking that. about his work today even though yeah he, he wrestled you, yeah, you wrestled yoshiko you you saw that and Wait, he's he, in the match that we're going to talk about that you said you couldn't Is hear that right? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he was one That's of the how tuned out I was. I watched wow. that match 30 minutes ago before we started recording this. For and a, I was like, for a future episode. Yeah, for a future episode. And I was like, uh, who cares? Like, I'm yeah, so he was on tuned out. this future episode that yeah. we talked about. And he also wrestled Yoshiko in the yeah, Jason Christian I remember episode. Yoshiko. He's the one who sold it the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I the, you know, this, is, this guy, I feel like there's some... Like I, you know, you guys can say that you say like uh, some technicality or like uh, competence in wrestling. This guy maybe is like one of the only ones where I'm like, oh, like I see he's doing something that I don't see in other wrestlers. So in a way, it's impressive for sure seeing him, and uh, that was a a cool thing. But also, but again, by the time at the uh, we're at this point, this match, I'm like, end this fucking show. But also, Who let's cares? face it, Stephen. Usually, in a way, it's kind of a compliment mm. because you usually tune out of matches and say, I can't. Your own when your only note is I. Can't can't care about any of this yeah it's usually because it's really good straight wrestling yeah is why you usually tune out yeah. for matches like that you're like bad. you don't really have anything bad to say it's like no i get it they look they're talented they're I get doing it. wrestling i just don't care good for them yeah, yeah i yeah. understand that uh and i mean that's I still sorry we won that one i still you guys all you guys are always gonna win uh <laughs> um, i don't need to there's uh, a, <laughs> a moment from this match i want to bring up um uh kota Ibushi's finisher is like a sit-out powerbomb um mm-hmm. He uh, hit Bobby Roode with the sit-out power, power bomb. He's finished so many guys with that move. Uh, the referee counted one, two, and then Bobby Roode kicked Ooh. out at like 2.99999. Right. It was and a like, very long two. The audience made a very loud, like, you know, like, what the hell happened? It's like one of the few times in live wrestling where I remember standing up out of my chair and looking in disbelief at everybody around me and everybody was doing the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, I had the hands on my head. Yeah. I did. I was like, what? Yeah, like, you had that. There were so many guys that I made eye contact with. I'm like, what just happened? Like, yeah. did he? Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. And, um, Steven, do you remember that moment? I don't. Really? I was probably eating popcorn or drinking. <laughs> one thing oh. you were also very... I had, I had two buckets of popcorn, guys. That's where I was at. That's this that was well, one you, of had my, one, you had one and a quarter. Like, yeah. That was one of my Some favorite live wrestling over. moments. I, I had a lot of other friends that were at the show, and like I texted like seven or eight people immediately <laughs> after that that was just like, dat kick out dough, and like, stuff like that. <laughs> dat kick out dough. Like, and just the like, level of irony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The last, the last live show we talked about that we went to uh, included Joey texting people like, nice spear, dog. Dog. <laughs> It's like that kick that out. Kick out He's uh, trying so hard to be a human. One thing you noticed uh, throughout the entire show, which you thought was funny, was the near fall two. Two. Every time there's a two count. God, that's yeah, yeah. One, that's a guy two, who was two. really committed to in the front row. He would always get up and turn to the balcony and do this too. Like he would <laughs> show it to everyone. He's like doing a service for everybody. It's like Every I, in case you count. missed it. In He's case you fucking missed it. Not quite Ring of Honor's uh, Green Lantern fan. <laughs> uh Green Lantern fan. He was a guy that went to all Ring of Honor shows and just wore a Green Lantern t-shirt and like always sat in the same place and he would time matches and then write down the time. He did it so often that he thought that people were fans of his. He was just a dude that went to shows Uh and like he would like go to shows with an air of, oh, I'm like one of the wrestlers. I'm part of the show. Uh And like he's kind of the laughing stock of the indie wrestling community at this Uh point of just like 
you know, it's like kind of oh, like Sign bad. Guy, but without the lifelong tickets. Yeah, well, I feel like Sign Guy like knows. I don't feel like Sign Guy is self important. No, like no, no, no. like uh, Green Lantern no, fan. Like he like he like after he'd done it for a couple of years, he bought like a really intense replica Green Lantern, like Whoa. you know from the movie, and he would bring it to shows and like ask people if they wanted pictures with him and stuff. I have so many fans. Yeah, it's like that weird Green Lantern th- fan. If you're listening uh, to this, this is so sad. Come yeah, on to the show, is. so you could. I don't know. You'd be a weird guy to talk to. Sure, come to the show. Uh, mm-hmm. um, the out of control ego. Yeah, I love it. but it's just like part of the match. But like, it's like you feel like you're part of it. You know, there we know people in the comedy community where it's just like, oh, you're like. In it, but like not in it. Mm, sure. Um, yeah. uh, uh, great. Uh, so that was a great match. match. Great last match. match. Uh, triple threat match: Shinsuke Nakamura versus Samoa Joe versus Eric Young uh, for Nakamura's NXT Championship. Uh, this was a great match, and it was supposed to be Austin Aries. Yeah, but he I got believe. injured a few days before this. Yeah. Uh, crazy he was eye on the injury. Card. Yeah, yeah. But he got so injured, who, so he was replaced by Eric Young uh, from in, Sanity, who you talked about. Yeah, Eric Young's really. new oh, ring yeah. gear, his weird. Viking loincloth ring gear, which we hadn't seen on NXT TV yet. Yeah. So I was surprised by that. That's uh, cool. But nonetheless, yeah, it was just kind of goofy looking, but nonetheless, um, it really speaks to obviously what their plans are for Eric Young eventually. I mean, to put him in the main event and say, hey, go out there and take Aries' spot with these two guys. It was cool. It's like, yeah, that, like that, it's, that it gives speaks you a, well for like what they think of Eric Young. Absolutely. Like that he's a guy that like, oh, yeah, he could totally slot in as a top yeah, guy. Yeah, like title, title scene. And like the fact that they essentially like it really feels like Sanity's his stable. Like they gave him a stable. Right. But again, it's crazy. It's like we're watching this, quote, developmental show and our... Our main event is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Samoa Joe versus Austin Aries. And it's like, oh, Aries is injured, so they're slotting in Eric Young. It's like, that's the main event of this this indie show. Yeah, it's this like these show. worldwide stars. Yeah, like Nakamura, one of the top wrestlers in the world, like, you know, sells out, like, you know, 20,000 seat arenas in Japan, like, like it was nothing. Right. Uh, Samoa Joe, like, former indie darling, former TNA, like, longtime mainstay, former world champion, many, many other places. Yep. Eric Young, another TNA mainstay. Austin Aries, like former Ring of Honor world champion yeah. and stuff like that. Indie um, legend, really. Yeah, like it's it is just I don't know, like go to NXT. It's like yeah. I, it's a, a great show. Not to mention the show before that, or I mean the match before that, the match before that. It's like yeah, it's just all these people on this card. It's really staggering. Well, you know the what talent they have? I'll say this for sure: the popcorn was good. Uh, what did you think of Nakamura's entrance? You know, not as exciting in life. Really? really? Yeah. How so? I couldn't see it as well. I didn't feel like I heard the music. I don't know. Like it felt like I, I guess it just you, didn't, you couldn't hear the music because the audience was screaming. At I mean, kind of. Like I like I like the music. I really do, and I didn't feel like I got that. Well, people uh, sing along the song. That's how it works, right? Is it? Well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everybody was like singing it, right? Was that yeah? Yeah, I didn't like that. I want to hear the song. We're bad at it. Uh, also, everybody was very pitchy. Oh, of, very pitchy. That's fair. I mean, I was my version of it was like da 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 <laughs> da da da. In another video, in another video, I have you can hear Joey off to the right. It's like everybody's singing whoa, <laughs> and the one part Joey comes in the two times he goes da 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 da, <laughs> not whoa whoa. He says da 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, I Great. also recorded that, and also I'm very proud of my contribution. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Nakamura is one of the most charismatic wrestlers alive. That was, and, like, to NXT's credit, we hit the yow. I feel very proud about that. 
and Samoa Joe uh, being from what Huntington Beach, California. Yeah, huge pop for Samoa Way Joe. Way over. Yeah. Big big reaction for Samoa mm-hmm. Joe. Yeah, Samoa Joe, SoCal. Um, yeah, hometown boy. We also pointed that out at the beginning of the show too. That he was a hometown yeah. guy to get the audience all psyched and on board for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going. I'm not going to pretend like there wasn't a moment at the start of the show where they tried to get everybody excited for the show. Sure, but that happens in any that. live I'm event. Um, no, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I'm just saying, you guys are you're there. Uh, yeah, you have to like they're they're sitting there framing why we would like it. That's right. you know what we're going to talk in a future episode about this. Uh, about this, it's going to come up. I I figured out something I don't <laughs> Our like. Episode that happens. with Green Lantern fan. Uh, with Green Lantern fan, it's like I figured out a thing that happens that I don't like. I'm tired of people telling me that I need to like it and why this is great. Uh, I feel wrestling like wrestling or something else. Wrestling. So like announcers, I feel like do that a lot, and I feel like I like uh, King and who's the Jr. I like those guys more because I feel like they're reacting to it. But sometimes like we watched one, the one that I couldn't give less of a fuck about. They kept on going like, "Oh, this is a great match. This is incredible." What we're seeing is so good. Like, you're this is the most incredible. Thing. And I'm like, if it's good, That's Daniel Bryan, shut the. I don't. Don't tell me it's good. Just let it be good. If it's good, I don't need you to tell me it's good. Just um, let it be fucking good. I, I get what you're talking about. Um, they get a, a little fanboy in the scene. Uh, you see, I'm not sure if you've um, experienced him quite so much, but um, Tony Schiavone from WCW, he was their main ring announcer. Yeah. Um, he stereotypically every single night would say. This is the greatest night in the history of our sport. This uh-huh. is the greatest main event that's ever happened in the history of our sport. Yeah. And like every every Nitro was the greatest night in the history yeah. of the sport. Every that's Thunder was the most, you know. The, yeah, like every, every Thunder. Like every Thunder was like the, you know, biggest moment in the history yeah. of wrestling. Yeah. The debut of Glacier, the biggest, most important yeah. debut. These are yeah. the most talented guys in wrestling. You're seeing something totally special. And this is the best it ever. Get. I'm like, just no, it's not like you can't. You can't just sit there and say that for every fucking match. I mean, to be fair, the Cruiserweight Classic kind of was. Yeah, the Cruiserweight Classic was great. They said it way too much. They said it too much. (laughs) They did. I just, you know what? Even even the tone of it is like, uh, I I guess that's what like something I like about Jr. or like something that I like. I guess my point on it is like where where they're sitting there telling you why you'll like these people and like kind of like forcing a pop or whatever. I like it when I have that moment myself. I mm-hmm. like that a lot more. And like, I feel like Jr. Uh, maybe this isn't right, but I, I feel like those guys kind of go like, "Oh my god!" Like they don't go, "This is the greatest thing I've ever seen." It's They'll do holy it fuck! What was that? But they yeah, are, I get they're it. they're leading me. I guess they're priming me in a different way, but with their emotional reactions as opposed to going like, Real. "You should be excited now." They're excited, and I like that. I yeah. like that. Well, a lot you're more. saying, "Don't sell me on it. React honestly, yeah. and that will sell me on it." For sure. For sure. I I mean that that's, that's like a, a real thing that gets note. me that gets me excited way more and that's that's I, that's a thing that I guess like bothers me a little bit about that beginning it's like oh yeah let's start it up and I'm like oh no I'll tell you if I'm ready to start it up we'll tell you and you know what we're all like every as an audience, I may not have been the one who was like into the show, but as an audience, everybody was there and everybody wanted to love that show. So they were going to do it anyway. Sure. They didn't need to be produced to do it. And that like, I get why they want it. I get that they're filming stuff, but fuck that. Like, let them, let them get excited. Okay. Uh, this is a counterpoint to that. Mm. Um, when we have uh, our wrestling federation that we're going to debut yeah. uh, next Saturday, YSLW Pro. Yep. Uh, 
Yeah, at the start of the show, can we say like now everybody, everybody chant Pearl Stein, Pearl sure. Stein? No, I mean, listen, we're also Steve we're again? not we're not quite NXT yet, so like you know, <laughs> we're pretty close. We don't we do we're gonna yeah we we need to do that. We need to goose the audience a little bit. I understand why sometimes you need to goose the audience, but that that didn't need it, and it's like I don't know, I just find it annoying. Yeah. Especially or even like the like we're watching that cruiserweight whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't need it. That that audience was huge. They were excited. They didn't need to be like forced to love it. And I, yeah, I don't know. Just weird to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're talking about. I think that it, I think that it's the trappings of live events. But it is like, you know, if I were to see a comedy show poster and on the poster it said the funniest comedian ever. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, really? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't need that. Yeah, yeah, you're for not, sure. Yeah, you're not me. Yeah, there's something. Yeah. yeah, there's something about it. But I mean, you know what? But then alternatively, like at a comedy show, like I. I've hosted comedy shows specifically improv a lot. Uh, And like for me, if I know I'm bringing up a team that is young or new or, you know, a little guys like let yourself let yourself decide how to feel. No, I look good. I get I get up there and I try to get that. I try to sell them a little bit. I try to push them. I try to give them some momentum when they go. Very funny group. I've seen this a couple of times. They're you know, or or honestly, I get that audience like, all right, guys, come on, let's give it like I don't do it. But if it's like an awesome like veteran team, I'm not going to go like I'm not because they don't need it. But also like, you know, if you bring bring up like bangerang i don't know just some random like great team or whatever they don't need you going like all right guys get excited you're gonna see something really good these are guys are good you don't need that but sometimes yeah. just like you gotta goose them for the the young guys and if you're gonna like if you're bringing out an unknown person you know like samoa joe's like this new indie wrestler like yeah tell him like you got a hometown hero guy you know but yeah oh awesome there's some guy that i should know about why i need to know why i like him that's awesome that's fine do it then but don't tell me i need to like one of the biggest wrestlers because i know i know what you're talking about where it's like if you did it for the rock it's just like everybody ready for the rock yeah. Yeah, yeah everybody ready to laugh and be electrified do you guys know this guy's a, a fucking movie sensation you guys are gonna have a great night and you're like yeah we know we know okay. tom cruise I, I we're get, aware I get, I get what you're talking about right. I, I this this makes sense to me anyway, anyway sorry we got a little sidetrack but i understand your point the main event was great uh wonderful in fact uh friend of ours comedian we'll probably have on the show yeah. in the future really just a f- you know the funniest comedian that's ever existed yeah the, the, the greatest comedian in the history of our You'll sport really love him uh, he's Mike, magnificent Mike, he's fantastic he's so great that's what sucks about Donald I'm gonna, Trump I'm gonna robocall you he sits you. there and tells you like I'm really rich these buildings are these so bu- rich. buildings are beautiful the best building in the world and I'm like I don't believe you <laughs> yes, uh, uh, you're fucking lying yeah you're talking about where there's something about it where it's like the fact that you're saying so much like the more that you say it the less that I buy I that, yeah. that thing yeah. yeah I get what you're talking about I, I, I completely, you know, I, yeah, yeah, that tracks. All right. You were saying, oh, I was going to say, uh, uh, Mike Carlson said that seeing Nakamura, and I had to agree, yeah. seeing Nakamura in person when he came out during that entrance, because I know you weren't sold on it, but, he's, uh-huh. but we were. When yeah. he said Nakamura came out, it was like seeing Mick Jagger in the 70s. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did hear that. That was great. 100% get that. I there were like relate. a billion people around us and all went, yeah. And Stephen went, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, of this whole show, I only took video or pulled out my phone for one thing. Like for one thing. Nakamura's entrance. Yeah. To like take video of it or like take a picture of it. That was Nakamura's entrance. Yeah. Yeah. I picked about, yeah, a few good moments here and there. And I went back and I was like, man, I didn't get a picture of Gargano and Ciampa, but it's like I didn't give a fuck when they yeah. came out. It was like I am watching. Yeah, I was too this busy match. chanting seven things at once. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, so well, let's rate the show. Yeah, let's rate. Let's rate NXT Los Angeles. Let's rate it out of. Uh, let's rate it out of uh, out of five tens. Five ten. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Christ! Uh, is it my? I gotta start again. No, uh, we we we. Uh, I'll I mean, start. I'm giving this ten fives out of ten. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out I'm, of five. I'm giving this uh, five tens. I'm already screwed Out up. Out of ten? Yeah, we, we give this ten tens so far with me and Nick. Yeah, this was a very okay. fun show. Right. I, you know, I think that... Um, yeah, I've seen my a couple, reviews through the roof. I've seen a couple of PWG, PWG shows. PWG, it maybe is just a touch more fun, like, because it's like a smaller sure, venue, you know, people are more into it. But this was easily <laughs> at the best, uh, the second best, if not the best wrestling show I've ever seen. Yeah, it was like the best PWG show produced by WWE you could ask for. Yeah, yeah. it was perfect. It was great. I loved it. I definitely left happy. You know, the audience didn't screw up Shinsuke Nakamura's yow, so I was very proud of us for that. Yeah. Uh, I was very, I was crossing my fingers, like, don't screw it up. Nakamura needs to think we're cool. And he does. I'm gonna impress him. Now he does. I'm gonna impress him. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. As long um, as you're satisfied. your disappointing score, Stephen. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I didn't get excited about this overall. Like, uh, you had it, more fun at Lucha Vivum. I, I guess. did. I really did. I had I more fun at Lucha Vivum. Was designed yeah. to be more of like you know a comedy show or like, like a entertaining show. and yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this was like it didn't do it. The the matches were like whatever. I wasn't particularly excited to see anybody. I really did feel like I didn't get the full like Shinsuke Nakamura entrance. That's disappointing. I was I'm like, sad you were underwhelmed. Yeah, I don't know. It was like I had a kid standing on a chair in front of me, and oh, I did you know, see that like kid. The, the O's, everybody was all pitchy, and then like he he did his he did his like ring rope thing mm-hmm. on where his back was basically to us, yep. I believe. Yeah, right? and, and I could barely see it anyway, and I was like, oh, like. This is better on camera. This is this is actually a thing that they do right on camera. Uh, so I was a little bummed in that regard. Uh, popcorn was good. I had an interaction with a, a sassy bartender, which I really enjoyed. I wanted oh. to tell you guys about it very briefly. Uh, I went up to the bartender. I was like, I'm going to gin and tonic. He goes, okay, great. And then he starts to do it. And then he like... The music's f- blaring. Like I went, I went during I think the Triple H thing, and like there's it's, everything was going insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was very loud, and he like said something to me. Uh, like very quiet and I just kind of like smiled and nodded I was like, eh. and he goes oh you don't care and I'm like it's loud and uh, he's like he's like oh I was just telling you like I did an event and he like started like engage me but also like a get story that you don't care me. about yeah I was like who cares I was like I, I all right like I just I just want my gin and tonic and to throw money at you and to leave I I yeah. I, I, I feel I hate when that happens when you're like I, I'm all about being nice and chatting to people, but sometimes it's like, hey, it's not going to happen right now. It's so loud. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah. So can we just get this over with? And then he gave me shit about it, and it really bothered me. Well, fuck that guy. <laughs> so I'm still thinking he about it. He gets zero out of five. He gets zero out of five. Uh, so By the way, t- t- zero ten. Something we forgot to mention, and I know this is going to change Steven's score completely to be a five <laughs> out of five. We got a, a William Regal showed up, too. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. William Regal. General manager Jake Regal's uh, dad. Yeah, yeah Jake, Jake Regal's, Regal's dad. dad <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, so well, actually, that yeah. So uh, after all that happens, but, uh, you know, ultimately, but, but actually, before hmm. you, before your score, a question that I've got is uh, something that you uh, often mention is like the over exaggerated facial expressions and moves of the wrestlers looking goofy on camera. Mm-hmm, yep. And something that we've mentioned a lot is like, oh, you're playing for to the, the back, back of the room. Yeah, yeah. Now that you've seen two live wrestling shows, what are your thoughts on seeing that? Like, did it seem goofy to you live? Did it, did it make more sense? Did could you read the reactions? Um, you know, yeah. Now I, w- I guess I wasn't thinking about it, so I guess it must have been more effective. Um, I, uh, yeah, I don't particularly remember much of it. I mean, yeah, I, I remember some moments of like, Jesus, this is so big. But you know what? Yeah, when you're far and you've got like kids standing up in front of you and you can't see it, it's like, yeah, I can't tell. This is bad acting uh, i can't tell that they're like whiffs or whatever so yeah i mean i guess in that respect it's effective but i'd still argue that it matters more 
Well, I guess that show doesn't matter as much. But I think like for yeah, WWE, it. it matters more that it be filmed correctly. Millions of people yeah. are going to watch it. Right. Versus filmed versus thousands, 20,000 know, right. live. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that. Uh, but again, I wasn't thinking about it too hard. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're, 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 they're bad actors, right? Like, we can all agree on that. Um, sure. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, ultimately, this uh, this this show didn't excite me too much. Uh, I was happy to go hang out with some people afterwards. Had a fun time. We did. Uh, yeah. With that, but uh, that's a, this is like a one point five for me. Wow. This is a, this is a fifteen. This is one point five tens. One point five tens. So fifteen. Yeah, uh, I want to like it. Uh, Nick, mic Nick, drops. Nick dropped his microphone, uh, and, and not <laughs> not like a cool like he's done with his uh, rap battle verse, but just yeah, like he's like cle- now he's rubbing sound. his eyes. Yeah, oh, let's let's narrate this more. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I want. I don't know. There's just not a lot for me here. Yeah, I'm it's not, not my show. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. It's not like entertaining for me. I don't care about. I wrestling. really, I really I thought those he was gonna get something out of this. I really did. Yeah, same. I mean, yeah, because it was just like I just don't care about any of them. Like, if I cared about a wrestler, I could see getting. You said excited. you like Nakamura, though. Yeah, but, but even that you're underwhelmed by. But him. even that, I was like, I don't know. Like three, three, three matches are stupid. They shouldn't be done. Uh, I really believe that those they're stupid. Like I what three way matches? They're stupid. They shouldn't be done. They're hmm. not. Uh, satisfying. Okay. Uh, you spit. You have a guy like spend half the time out of the ring, like kind of inexplicably, and then like they come out of nowhere, and they're like, "Oh, that guy came out of nowhere," and it's like, "This isn't. This is yeah, stupid." Fair. Like three way matches. Three way matches do have a very specific rhythm to them. Yeah, and it is just like you know, it's a mono scene. It's like an Im- improv mono scene where it's like, yep. "Oh, somebody leaves for no reason for five minutes, so the two people can have a match." Yep. And then one of those people gets knocked right. out yeah. and is gone for five minutes, so the it other just, two people can have a match. There's yeah. a lot of artifice to it that I don't like, and it also just to me it doesn't showcase the fucking performers right. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't do it. And there are uh, there are good three way matches. There I'm are three sure. matches where it's like you know all three guys are very involved throughout the entire thing. Yeah. But you know, I I I get it. I think that that's a fair point, and like I think that's a a fair comment toward three way matches. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Um, so that's where I'm at with it. Fun all times. Right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll go. Uh, we'll go to WrestleMania. Where is it? LA this year? Is there so Orlando? All right, so we're going to Orlando. Cool. Just to figure out. If uh, we okay, can great. Like that. So uh, NXT Live gets. 11.5 10s. 11.5 10s. 10. That's 115. 10. 10. 10. 10. I'm not going yeah, yeah, yeah. to do all of them. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, now here's the part of the show where we answer all of wrestling's greatest Ray Mysterios Ooh. from at the GNC on Twitter. In terms of the liberal conservative spectrum, the last survey I saw is that pro wrestling fans identify as liberal, not active voters. So grains of salt as well. Um, this actually. But there's a definite gap between the office and the fan base. And if you notice the dwindling audience for Raw, there might not be that silent of majority anymore. Uh, this was in reference to Joan Ford's Donald Trump episode, which we released uh, very shortly before recording this. Um, you know, the point that he's making is that, uh, like, I think that you said that, uh, Stephen said that wrestling fans tend to be conservative. And I still, I still assume they will be. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually, we got a little bit of flack for that episode, I think. Like, there were a lot of tweets at us of just like, you know, there were a couple of people that were, uh, well, I forget the exact tweets, but it was just mm-hmm. like, we're, we're all fairly liberal people. We live in Los Angeles, which is a liberal stronghold. Yeah. So like, we're yeah. going to, we're going to sway one way on the political spectrum. Like, you know, just cause just by virtue of like, 
uh, who we are and where we live and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, one guy said, you guys weren't so bad, but more or less half of the country is voting for Trump, even in your great liberal bastion, two-fifths. Uh, <laughs> I know you have to tow the L.A. comedy line or risk your reputation like Dick Masterson, but that's a lot to possibly alienate. So he's like, so he's saying that we're going to alienate people by saying that we're liberal or like saying like be, saying like well, liberal things just- or like not liking Trump. I mean, I think that it's just it is like, you know, there are, you know, if you look at the polls, like there's 40 percent of the country or whatever is like, I, I love never that look at the polls. Um, so like, you know, theoretically, if we're making fun of them, like, you know, it is a divisive thing to for us as a wrestling podcast to, you know, fall on one side or the other on. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, not that it's right or wrong to do it. It's just like hey, he's an easily mockable person. Yeah. There's a lot of people who could be mocked. They, they By the time that you it. listen to it, to listen to this episode, he's either going to be president or not president. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know. Like that's a yeah, we're recording this uh, the Sunday before the election. Mm-hmm. I'll say I you know what I I have to, I don't I believe that not as many people like Trump as people are voting for Trump. Um, I feel like there's just a lot of people that are like got to keep the party line because, yeah. you know, I care about Republican values. And I think some of that's very reasonable. I, there's some Republican stuff that I I get. I totally get why people feel that way. Uh, but you're man, saying that you as Stephen. Yeah, I'm saying I totally understand plenty of Republican. Sure, there's all kinds of there's things. There's some a lot of them. I don't stances on things that that we sure. get. Sure. There's more nuance to it than that. But man, I think a lot of people are voting for Trump because it's like I got to keep that party line. This guy's a fucking psycho. I don't want hillary to do it but i certainly don't want this dude and i i, I have to mm-hmm. believe that because i would hate to believe that so many people just have like a lot of like blatant racism or yeah. like you know like I just well yeah well yeah it's like it. you don't want somebody you know like i have uh, no registered political affiliation for the record yeah. i do not oh can i vote for you for president sure, <laughs> yeah i i joey I, you're not supposed to vote independent fuck man oh yeah. shit yeah I, I <laughs> donald trump no party donald preference. trump wins entirely yeah. because he lost california to or he Nick won california because he won california yeah. by one vote that could have been my vote yeah. and it was for me yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'd be fun twist guys that'd be yeah, fun that'd be, twist yeah yeah also nick ligger got three electoral votes yeah. but yeah. no thank you to the uh-huh. gnc i mean hey i mean you're you're right that that gives us you know something to think about it's easy mm. it's easy to sit here in the room and riff on mockable people but mm. hey man you, you're not wrong yeah yeah but there's also roman reigns fans and we may we make fun of him all the time sure. you know like sure. uh like yeah. we we try to keep our mockery uh not toward political beliefs, but toward if they're dumb. You know what? I, you know, hold on. That person that you said that we got a tweet from yeah. that you were reading that was a little harsher. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Fuck him. Fuck them both. Sorry, guys. I'll be I'll be the bad guys. I know oh, I know Nick and Steven. Joey are doing and uh, Nick and Joey hate it when this happens. But you know what? You're not going to tell me what I can or can't say or what I can I can't believe on my own fucking podcast. So like, fuck Donald yeah. Trump. I hope he goes down in flames. <laughs> I hope he become. I hope he gets fucking bankrupt. And I hope the fucking Republican Party really restructures and figures out what the fuck they're doing. I'd love they suck. I'd right love now. to see some restructuring. They suck. That Republicans nice. suck right also, now. Also, on that note, fuck vaccines. And then fuck oh. that. Yo, yo, you're trying to get vaccines for you baby you're a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you know i don't know we're, we're humans we all believe what we can believe whatever we want to believe yeah Amen. and guys Amen. by the way if you're looking for me i will be staying at the trump hotel yeah, <laughs> yeah. in muncie <laughs> yes check us out in muncie i'll be in muncie um, great so uh if you're a wrestling fan you have questions for steven or if you're not a wrestling fan you have questions for nick and i shoot us an email you should love wrestling at gmail.com or send us a tweet at yslw podcast don't forget us to give us those sweet five-star ratings and reviews on itunes tell a friend about the show who might like 
wrestling or uh uh, you know, who's who maybe has some like strong liberal or conservative beliefs. Maybe Please. they want to tweet at us. Yeah, and tell oh, actually, us what's didn't up. I in that episode? Didn't I say like, oh, if you got thoughts about the election, feel free. to Yeah, we probably invited this. So sure. yeah, so yeah, whatever. Guys, please send all of your political thoughts. I would be you thrilled can. to sit here and watch Joey and Stephen answer them. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, sure. Nick uh, has no political affiliation, no and political I don't really. I, I try to be like I try to not ascribe to a party. That's, yep. got, that's markedly untrue for both of you. Uh, great. Uh, Joey, where can we find you on social media? Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at JoeyTainment. Um, you can also uh, check out my podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is available on BoardWalkAudio.com backslash 25 Minutes of Silence. Mm-hmm. I actually just did a very great interview with um, a NASA astronaut who was on the Mir space station. That's crazy. Uh, which was uh, felt Steven, like a... that's insane. Yeah, it felt like a very big waste of everybody's time, but I loved it. Uh, so check that out. Hmm. Guys, as always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. And I don't think Stephen believes me, but I'm not kidding. I don't have a party registered party preference. You're not saying you don't believe me. I'm not saying you. I, yeah, I believe that you've uh, not registered I, anything. Yeah, I registered but I know, vote, but I don't have a party preference. But I know that you. Yeah, come on. You got. All I right, don't. That's fine. I don't. Right, I hesitate. Sure. To, I hesitate to use the word independent because I don't want to make I don't want people to think that I'm part of the independent party, which is a the independent party. wrestling scene. Yeah. I am not... on my, my voter ballot. I have no party preference. Mm. I've, I mean, never, I've never chosen a side because apparently we only have two sides in America. Yeah, there are multiple. Yeah, like, more uh, than that. I've n- I have none. The but. transhumanism party candidate Zoltan Istvan was on 25 minutes of silence. Yeah, so I'm going to vote for that guy. Yeah, vote for him. Joey. <laughs> God, what a wasted vote. <laughs> Throw it away. Um, yeah. Hey, man. He was on my podcast. <laughs> uh, Joey, I just want to share something with you real quick. Uh, it's actually a forward slash in all URLs. You've been saying backslash a lot, but it's oh. actually a forward slash in URLs. Backslash is uh, more common uh, like when you use Windows and C plus or like they'd say like C colon oh, program. Okay, thanks. That was a forward backslash. slash. Yeah, that's a forward good note. slash is all internet. That's a good note. Uh, I guess I never noticed. Just, you guys have, a, have that. Um, uh, you guys can always find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Those are the things. Okay, so Steven, uh, yeah. now that you've been to NXT Live, and we, the, and, and we already know the answer. 1.5 tens. Yeah, we've uh, got a question for you. Yeah. Do you love wrestling? Oh, I don't. and a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.